I'm Nelly Sapon, and this is Two Southern Corners. In every episode, you listen to short stories written by my friend, Eleni Noah, and I. Each story is spiced with flavor from our Latina and African roots. You can also read them on twosoutherncorners.com. That is, twosoutherncorners.com. Listen now to one of our short, long-lasting stories. In Adela's Eyes, written by Eleni Noah, part one. His best friend's wedding had thrilled him, so much so that Julio was still smiling that Sunday evening as he made his way back to his estancia. He had travelled to Asuncion on Friday afternoon for Bruno's bachelor's party. They drank whiskey well into the early hours, belted the songs of their school days, smoked cigars, and even hugged, saying, I love you, man, more than once. Then, they slept a few hours before dawn, drank liters of black coffee afterwards, had a massive breakfast, and got ready for the ceremony. On Saturday at noon, the bride walked down the aisle very excited, as if that was really the first time she was doing it, and not the third. Bruno was also excited, so much so that he whimpered next to the priest while Julio patted him on the back. Julio had never seen Bruno so in love, so he was happy for him, happy with no trace of envy. They had been best friends since elementary school and had made a pact never to marry. But his friend had already broken the promise once at 23 and now almost 30 years later, a second time. Julio had been angry the first time because he felt his friend had betrayed him. Promises have to be kept. His father had taught him with words and deeds, staying by his mother's side even though he hated her a little more every day. Julio had never been to a psychologist because it was a weak thing to do, so he didn't relate his pathological aversion to marriage to his parents' shitty relationship. He almost didn't make it to Bruno's first wedding, but at the last minute, drunk and shedless, he ended up showing up, just as his friend was saying I do. Although his looks outraged the bride, Bruno didn't stop hugging him for the rest of the day, grateful for his presence. This time, it didn't surprise Julio when his friend announced he was getting married again. He was too old to get angry about anything. He also knew that the old dog didn't know how to live alone. Bruno was an eternal lover, unlike him, a relationship pragmatist. Julio didn't deny the importance of a relationship, but it had never interested him beyond its its basic functions. Sex, children, sometimes even someone to talk to. That philosophy had guided him since he could remember, having had his fair share of women. So he was happy that Bruno had found someone to be with him for the next few decades, if all went well. Yes, he was happy for him. Julio 
was already a few kilometers from his ranch when the guampa slipped from his hand because of the constant pounding of the truck against the hard dirt road. He cursed his luck and left it on the ground on the passenger side. The guampa went back and forth non-stop just to play with his nerves. If he had had a companion, that would not have happened. If he had had someone by his side to pass him to tray, he wouldn't be ranting alone. They would be talking, laughing at a joke, maybe even criticizing the wedding. He arrived at the ranch and complained about not having someone to open the gate for him. After half an hour of getting out twice more to open the remaining gates, he finally arrived at the main house enraged. Who the fuck had sent him to go to that shitty wedding? He had given Bruno and his wife two years, tops. When he saw Gerardo approaching, he sped up to the house and kicked the door shut. He wasn't in the mood for the problems his foreman might bring him. Julio took off his shoes and trousers, poured himself some whiskey, and sat down in front of the television to wait for his bad mood to fade. Overcome by sleep, he fell asleep on the sofa and awoke in the morning to the routine sounds of the people waiting for him outside. He was no longer angry, but he would have preferred to be because what had settled inside him and wouldn't go away was even worse. He felt a heaviness in his chest that he had never known before and as the weeks went by, it grew bigger and bigger until it took over his entire self. There was no way to shake that damn feeling. It flooded everything in him. He didn't eat with pleasure. The foreman's dirty jokes that used to make him laugh were no longer funny. He didn't even enjoy the mashu's daughter as he should have. Wana helped her mother with the housework during the day. At night, she used to keep Julio company when he needed her. Once or twice a week. But the last few times, he had called her to his bed almost every day. Not so much out of horniness, but because he needed to get rid of what was burdening him. He tried as hard as he could to get rid of the stench inside him, as if rubbing against her body might do it. But Juana did not perform the miracle. So he ended up leaving her alone. After several nights, she herself looked for him, not so much out of desire, but out of fear of losing her job. But he rejected her. One sleepless siesta, Julio got into his truck and drove deep into the fields to where his cattle were grazing. He found his animals resting under some trees and sat with them. I'm tired, he said to the nearest cow, who looked at him blankly as she ruminated. He kept looking into those oversized eyes as he was waiting for a response. What surprised him was how almost human they were. They even had the warmth of a mother's gaze. Yes, they were Adela's eyes. His mum looked at him as when he was small and anchored himself to her breast to satiate his hunger. It hurts. He pointed to his chest so that the cow mum could understand him better. Just in case, and to avoid problems, the cow got up and walked without haste 
until she found the perfect pasture to continue her daily routine. Julio felt abandoned, as he had felt every afternoon when his mother went to the club and left him alone in the house. He didn't want to go, but he would have liked her to take him, or even better, that she would stay with him. The loneliness had hurt him, but he had learned to detach himself from it, just as Adela had taught him with her absence. Why now? Why did these pains come back to him as an old man, so old and so new that they terrified him, so deep that they had made his inside a home? It fucking hurts. Sitting in that Paraguayan siesta, at the hottest hour and at a great distance from any other human being who could hear him, Julio cried for the first time. The sight would have been grotesque to his foreman, to Juana, to anyone who knew him, a grown man crying amid cows on his ranch, a rancher with streaks of grey hair on his chest, torn and snotty. The thought of looking so weak made him cry even more. When it was over, he felt relieved, just like he did when he smoked a cigarette after being with Juana. Light, satisfied. The cattle continued to shoo flies away with their tails as if nothing had happened. Julio waited for the marks of the shame to fade from his face before returning to the house. The relief lasted a few days and then evaporated. Once again, Julio felt everything was weighing him down and after trying to play tough, he returned to the same place under the trees to cry with Adela while the rest took a nap or ruminated. It became a habit to visit the cow mom at least once a week, so much so that the calves also kept him company and even the most suspicious bull got used to seeing him lying under the trees. Since Gerardo also napped like the rest, he would never have noticed Julio's strange escapades if it hadn't been for Chico. Say, why's the boss going on siestas? The youngest and shortest at the ranch, Chico, used to sneak a drink from a hip flask he hid in his trousers. One siesta, when he was having a few drinks behind the house, he saw Julio driving away. Curiosity led him to the foreman, but Gerardo scolded him, reminding him of his place. Chico didn't insist anymore, but he held a grudge against Julio because of the unnecessary scolding. So when he saw Julio riding away for the fourth time, he followed him. Riding on horseback, Chico went as fast as he could, but he couldn't catch up with Julio and he lost sight of the track. He then rode back to the house, cursing and dripping with sweat. Normally, he would have abandoned the adventure in the face of such failure. What could possibly be more worthwhile than those glorious hours where he did nothing and drank to his heart's content? But his curiosity was stronger. For some time now, there had been a rumor among them that Don Julio was no longer involved with women. Juana had said nothing, but they no longer saw her visiting the house at night. And when they asked her, she had only said that the boss was a bit ill. That was the only confirmation they needed. There was no real man who did not enjoy a woman, even if he was almost dead. Motivated by the gossip, Chico tried for several weeks until it occurred to him to overtake and hide in the farthest spot where he had seen the track and wait there 
for it to pass. Finally, one day, he made it to Julio's secret spot as Julio had just finished his crying routine. Chico's eyes opened wide when he saw him emerge from the bushes, followed by a cow and pulling up his trousers. Julio had also had the edge to poop and had taken advantage of the scenery. Nobody would ever know that. There wasn't a laborer to whom Chico didn't tell it, as if he had really seen it. Don Julio did it with the cows. Not that anyone judged the boss. Many practiced it, but nobody said it out loud. What they didn't understand was why Don Julio, who had access to any woman he wanted, would go for such an ugly animal. This was part one of the story. Part two will be available soon. Stay tuned. Did you like what you just listened to? Then subscribe to our newsletter on 2southerncorners.com to be the first one to receive a new story every week. Don't forget to share this with your friends. We'd also love to hear from you. Send us a message on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us there as nellysapong 37 and eleni.noah. And last but not least, please consider supporting us so we can continue delivering these short stories to you here and on our website. You can do this with a monthly or a one-time contribution at buymeacoffee.com slash forward southern corners. That is buymeacoffee.com slash forward southern corners. See you next time. <laughs>